0: This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 235, and the quote of the day is, To steal ideas from one person is plagiarism. To steal from many is research listening to the drummers resource podcast home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers music industry professionals and thought leaders inspiration education and motivation for drumming and beyond, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. what's going on everybody Nick Rafini here with another session of the drummers resource podcast hope everybody's doing well hope you're getting ready to roll into 2017 with some new goals, some uh, some new adventures, and and just trying to improve on what you did this year. And this, I want to talk about this concept of sort of getting ideas from other people, finding licks on YouTube, finding uh, ideas and licks and things like that from other drummers that you're listening to, and using them and incorporating them into your playing. So. Before I get into it, I want to thank the sponsors of the podcast, Dream Symbols. Now, you can pick up Dream Symbols Ignition Pack, and they are high-quality professional-made symbols, but they're priced well below everyone else's prices. So they're priced for the beginner, made for the professional. Also, they have a recycling program that you can take a broken or a cracked symbol, and you can bring it into a participating dealer, and they'll give you an, a dollar off your next Dream Symbol or gong for every inch of symbol that you bring in. So if you bring in a 20 inch ride, you get 20 bucks off your next dream symbol or gong, either one. So you can learn more about that and all their great products at dream symbols.com. So let's get back into this topic. And mm-hmm. There and there's a reason why I brought this up is because there's been a lot of conversation going on inside of the podcast. Uh, Dennis Chambers and I talked about it extensively in that interview. And it's the idea of people learning licks and then putting them in well, there's two sides of it. One is learning licks or, you know, learning learning a groove or something like that or, or a fill or anything like that and putting it into your playing when it doesn't belong. Or on the other side is learning something and then not understanding how to actually incorporate that into your playing. So I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to give you my thoughts on both sides of that coin. So let's start with learning a lick. And so you go on YouTube and you see someone play this really cool lick and you're like, oh, man, this is really great. I'm going to learn this thing and then i'm going to incorporate it into my playing so what happens is you take the lick you chart it out or you just watch it and you learn it and you got it down and then you then you learn it at 60 and 90 and 120 beats per minute and now all of a sudden you can play this lick inside now right or not maybe not inside now but you can play it and you can play it quickly and you may not have complete control over it but you can play it and then you and I'm not saying you specifically. I'm just saying uh, I'm I'm using anyone as an example. And then you take that you take that lick. You get to the gig, and you're three songs in, and the song opens up a little bit, and you have some freedom, and you play that lick. And the problem is that lick either doesn't belong, it's overplaying, and you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have done it, or just musically it's it's not it's not contextually valid to play that certain thing. And I want to encourage people to not play a lick because you've learned it and you can put it into your playing. And I've always told my students back in the day, if you're thinking about playing something before you play it, that should be your cue not to play it. So you want this stuff to naturally come out in your playing. And the way that, so this is sort of the other side of the coin is, okay, well, how do I make that stuff naturally come out in my playing? And the it, it, this ties in a little bit to the beginning quote about plagiarism versus research. Everybody steals from everyone. So if you listen to any drummer, you know, they're going to sound like Steve Gadd. They're going to sound like Steve Jordan. They're going to sound like Dennis Chambers. They're going to sound like Elvin Jones, Philly Joe Jones, all those people. I mean, it, it happens because we steal ideas from other people. But the difference is of making them your own and making these ideas your own. So if you are learning new things, like you're learning a Steve Gad fill, or you're learning some sort of figure, or you're learning some sort of some sort of groove, now you gotta make it your own. So the way that I used to do that, and I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say that I am one hundred percent the master of this and I've got it all figured out, but I have always made a conscious effort to take something and not play it verbatim, but take something and make it my own. So if you learn a figure, what I would suggest is take that figure and start playing around with it. Start playing it backwards. Start playing it, you know, maybe starting on the E of one or the end of one or starting it on the two or changing the jump off points, changing the voicings, swing it versus playing it straight. Play it like, Play it in a play that that fill in a shuffle feel. Play it, you know, swung. Play it straight ahead. And what you'll get out of that is instead of, you know, say you're playing a shuffle, and you know you're in there, and then you're like, okay, now I want to play this fill that I saw on YouTube. Okay, it's a straight fill. And so you're playing that in triplets and you're like okay that's how that's cool that's how it should have been played but now if you take it and play it straight, maybe like you heard it exactly on YouTube, it's going to sound completely out of context because you're not playing it in the same feel, you're not playing the same melody, you're not playing it, you know, along with what's going on in the tune. So if if you're if you're going on and you're learning, even if you're learning things from back in the day, like if you're learning something from Philly Joe Jones or something like that, You want to try to make it your own. You want to... And the way that you do that is mastering it. And Steve Gadd, I always use him as an example, is because he played... He didn't just play these licks. He played figures that he's worked on, but he's also owned them. So he can play him in a jazz setting or he can play him in funk and fusion and upside down and inside out and backwards and, and with different accents and all that sort of stuff. And that's what makes his playing so amazing is because he has complete control over the stuff that you're playing. And a lot of times if you, here's, here's a prime uh, or, or a very good exercise for you to do. Take one of your favorite licks that you play and then change all the voicings on it and play it on completely different drums or cymbals, or you know, kick, or hi-hat, or whatever. Move it, Change it completely around. Even if you're just playing a paradiddle, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, and you usually play it on the snare and the first tom, play it on the right cymbal, uh, you know, on the ride cymbal on your right, and the hi-hat, or something like that. And if you take all of these favorite licks, and you can't move around the accents, and you can't play it on all different drums, and you can't change the voicings of it, then you don't own it. You don't have it down 100%, and You need to work on that. So before you go online and just steal something verbatim and play it at a gig, take that thing, use it as inspiration, switch it up, change it around, figure out how you can play it differently, how you can make it sound unique, how you can make it your own, and then also you know, add variations to it. So if it's like right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, maybe you do all the lefts on your kick. So you have right, kick, right, right. Kick left or kick right, kick, kick, something like. I mean, you can move, you can move all of this stuff around, and <clears throat> that's the way that you start to develop your own stuff. So it goes back to the idea of stealing is plagiarism, but stealing for you know stealing from one person and just using it verbatim is plagiarism, but stealing from a bunch of people and then turning it into your own thing is you researching the people who've come before you and the ideas that have come before you and using them as inspiration to create your own thing so I urge you to try that and I'd love to hear some some stories some feedback about anyone who's tried this exercise Uh, you know try this and let me know in a month how, how it works out for you how you start to develop different things rather than just playing these licks and trying to like stuff them into a song where it doesn't necessarily belong so try that on for size And this is the last uh, podcast of 2016. So I just want to take a quick second to say thank you very much for an extremely successful 2016. It's been great. The guests have been amazing. The listenership is going up and up. The support has been amazing. And also, if you love this podcast, please consider going to drummersresource.com forward slash support and supporting the podcast on a monthly basis. You can donate anywhere from a dollar a month up to a $100 a month and even more. And there's some great cool gifts that go along with that as well. And You may think that a dollar does doesn't help or $2 a month doesn't help, but every little bit helps. And there's tens and tens of thousands of people who listen to this podcast. So if everybody gave a dollar, it would be incredible. So please consider going to drummersresource.com forward slash support if you really love the podcast and you get some value out of it and you can help it grow in 2017. And here's wishing you a, a very safe and happy new year. Thank you for everything that you've done for the podcast. Thank you for being part of the community, and thank you for your most valuable asset, which is your attention. Thank you. I love you. I'll be talking to you soon. Actually, I'll be talking to you next year. Peace.